0: What's up? What's up? This is Champagne Sharks. What's going on? I you feeling? This is Trevor. Get me on Twitter at Ricky Rawls. R I C K Y R A W L S. Go to at Champagne Sharks for the show Twitter. Some co-hosts might be host might be joining us tonight at some point. Don't know for sure, but I wanted to kind of get started. and You know let our guest introduce himself but uh one last thing go to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks to become a member i'm not sure yet if this episode is going to be free patron only or both it just depends on when it falls in the calendar if we don't plan that out beforehand but regardless go to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks five dollars a month to become a member get double the episodes also get access to the discord server which is a voice and chat server where you can talk to other Champagne Sharks fans. And also we tell you ahead of time who upcoming guests are and give you a chance to ask questions. So if you want to know which guests are coming up and ask them, have us ask them questions on your behalf, join a Discord server, $5 a month. And we're going to start doing like a book club too, where we will um, assign a book, read it, and then discuss it and make an episode out of it. And that's and you can join in, in that, but you have to be a Discord member to do that. So we have one coming up, and we're going to have myself, people in the Discord, and some other people uh, discussing the book. And to find out what the book is, again, you'll have to join uh, patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. And with all the I keep housekeeping done, uh, I'll let my guest introduce himself.
1: Hello, this is uh, Marcus Penn. I uh, run the film blog, Pinland Empire. Uh, actually, we're about to go into, I'm, I am about to go into my 11th year, 11th year of that. Um, I also co-host the uh, film podcast, Zebras in America, with um, my good friend, Scott Thoreau, who is a film score composer. Um, he scored the film, Newly Weeds, um, Mono Sucious, it was a, a film produced by Spike Lee. And he's he's uh, scored both the films from uh, your previous guest, uh, M2MeGant. Uh, M2MeGant's also a regular guest on Zebras in America. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Pinland underscore Empire. And um, yeah, I'm just, uh, I I do a lot of film analysis, uh, movie comparisons, uh, film writing for various different sites, but I'm not going to list those all off. If you just go to PinlandEmpire.com, that's kind of the hub of uh, of all my external stuff uh, as well. And uh, I'm happy to be on the show. I've, I've, I've been a fan for quite some time uh
0: can you tell me you were starting to tell me how you uh became a fan so yeah because it's like a weird like two degrees of separation where yeah. a bunch of people lead to other people yeah because i assume uh m2 may put you on the show but you actually said that uh you and M- m2 got put on at the same time
1: yeah we're um, m2 Man and i are close friends wow i've Wow. And Toomade's been my friend for about 15 or 16 years. Um, and our mutual friend, uh, who I mentioned before, my podcast uh, co-host Scott Thoreau, has been a huge fan of your show. And I'm one of those guys, what what my, I'm also an architectural draftsman. So a lot of what I do uh, a lot of times is just, I just sit and draw. So I have the kind of job where I can listen to podcasts all day. And I I was just kind of at my limit with podcasts, like I couldn't do anything new. And then for weeks, Scott was like, you need to listen to Champagne Sharks. You need to listen to Champagne Sharks. And then one day uh, last year, I was noticing there's just a lot of like, I, I noticed myself on all forms of social media that there's this kind of like black men are trash, black men are the weakest link. And I brought it up to Scott. I was like, Scott, have you noticed that like black men are getting kind of trashed on Twitter? And it's, also, by other black people, and I went into this rant, and then without without hesitation, he was just like, "Marcus, listen to Champagne Sharks. This is you need to." And then from that point on, you know, I, I went into it listening, you know, because he said to listen to it because of that. But then it, you know, like you guys talk about everything. You talk about film. You talk about music. Uh, I was I was very uh, invested in 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 your Slave Play uh, analysis. It's one of those things where like I haven't seen it. I don't plan on seeing it. And I'm really trying my... I have said nothing about it, but it's one of those things, like, I know I'm not going to like it, but I, I also don't want to be that guy that hasn't seen it and hates on it, but yeah, I, um, I, I, I'll I'm be quiet, but, with, but still, it just yeah. seems like something I want nothing to do with.
0: Uh, I'm about to say something about that. It's really been bothering me. There's this thing, and I've just decided to stop falling for it, but there's this thing where every time you talk about something online and say, and say like, the thing has... um. Mad scenes from it up mm-hmm. everywhere you can look, right? Yeah, and or there's trailers. There's like five trailers, or yeah, there's like ten reviews and like thirty threads from people who've seen it. But you'll go and like bash something, and then a lot of those kind of shill people or like blue checks or people who want to be blue checks, like like like, like blavity black types, yeah, and stuff. Oh yeah, they'll always be saying the same thing, which is well, especially like in, in stand Twitter, you know, like uh, they'll be like, oh, well, have you seen it? But have you seen it? And it's like every time somebody does that, and I feel like obligated to like you know see it to be fair. It's always the exact shit that I thought it was gonna be, and that I was saying it was gonna be. Oh, I'm the same and I way. Wondering, yeah, yeah. But I was wondering, like, these people can't be stupid, or are they liars? Like, like, like I'll watch it, and I'm like, how or why did this person think me watching this? Because the person who, who would tell me to do this watched it themselves. I'm like. How and why did this person who watched this, why did they think me watching it was going to change my mind at all? Like every single thing in this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And then when I engaged them again, you know, but another thing that happens, right? Sometimes like after I saw Slave slave Play, Mm -hmm. um, I was tweeting about it. And then, you know, someone said, well, you know, if you saw it, you'd know better. You know, why don't you see it? Because then you understand everything. And I'd be like, oh, but I did see it. And they'd be like, oh, okay.
1: And then they, they wouldn't want to talk. No, I was and just going to be- say, of course, they, no, Well, because a big part, especially on Facebook's a little different, but Facebook and Twitter discourse, whenever there's like a disagreement, it's always about being right first. And I think people assume that when someone judges something before they see it, that they assume, like, for example, like the example you gave. I feel like people just assume that he's not going to see it anyway, so I can just say, oh, did you see it? Nope. And you're not going to see it, so this discussion's over. And then like, when you do actually see it, and then it's like, well, this played into everything I thought it would, it's like, oh, uh... Cause this, cause, cause that's another thing too, especially with social media. Yeah, discourse. Either, either that or they change the, they change the subject. Like, oh, of no, course. Oh, they, don't. Oh, please, yeah, yeah. please. Oh, of course, of but, course.
0: But I'm telling you, like, I started realizing, like, none of it's in good faith. Like, they just want, like, there's this, there's this type of person out there that wants to talk about stuff nonstop and say whatever they want to say about it, but never experience any pushback. Like, like there's this is kind of thing where you're supposed to be a cheerleader all the time. And I know some people call it optimism where you're never supposed to say anything bad about anything or else you're a hater, or you're supporting people's fun. You know, so yes. I know there's a lot of people, I think all they want to do is just, like, I like this, this person doesn't like it. I'm not either smart enough or interested enough to actually make a good faith defense of this thing. My goal is just to get them talking. So I think it's one of two things. They're either yeah. hoping to call your bluff so that you won't see it, and that'll just shut you up. Yeah. Or they're hoping... With the way that uh, attention cycles are online, where everyone is the attention a gold, f- the attention. Uh, is the kind of gold I already
1: f- know where you're going. I- Absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they're hoping that by the time you do go and see it, when you come back, everyone will be moved on to something else, and they will have gotten the chance to hype and promote and stand this thing. To their heart's content. And then they, they can make fun to... of
1: you and say, oh, you're still on this? I moved on. Like, oh, my gosh. This is so old. You know, it's like, because God, God forbid you go back to something that's like a few exactly. weeks old. God forbid. Um, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. If something was over a few weeks old, you're like played out for even, um, you know, caring about it. And and it's really bad. Like, like it's so... It's so amazing the amount of bad faith things like people will do. Like I was talking about these bad scenes that and story elements I heard about from the new the show that they called Watchmen on HBO. Right. I, I refuse to just call it. I refuse to just call it Watchmen. But uh, the, the show that the corporation hired a, hired someone to work on to pretend to be called Watchmen <laughs> on HBO. Sure. There's all these terrible scenes, and I was talking about how like bad the scenes are that are described and the things that I'm hearing. Like mm-hmm. they took a character that was supposed to be like a Nazi sympathizer in the original. Um, comic and, and ten he's ten and ten he's ten black. He's, he's a black man, and his going too far moment is first. I made him a black man, which is stupid. He's a black man who puts his eyes in white face. Apparently,
1: yeah. And he has a noose around so, his neck, and then he's also yeah, he's, a he's his, also a cl- like he's on the down low. Um Yeah, of as, course. As well. I, I've watched yeah, I've watched the series. Uh, me and my yeah. me and my fiance were watching it together. I, actually, now that you mention it, we still haven't watched the last at the, the the last uh, episode. But yeah, um, so even though you haven't like, watched, you're pretty accurate so far as so far as so, 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 some of the... yeah,
0: yeah. And, and they made the black guy the, the black guy is dressed like a clansman with a noose around his neck. And part of the reason why Alan Moore made the original guy, like he wanted a fascist hiding in plain sight. The idea is that superheroes are like actually a fascistic construction. Yeah. And you know, pretending to be like these things of justice. So like part of the irony is this guy is a closet rumored fascist and whatever, but the costume is like he's wearing it in plain sight. It's 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 a it's a it looks like a clansman and it's a noose around the neck. Like, you know. And, but then like, you know, they just make it a black man and make it, you know, they, they, uh, on the down low, like I guess nod to Moonlight, like like all the cheap woke points, you know, that yeah. you get, like, you know, black men are gay, uh, both sides him like, you know, this idea that, because I know one of the things that happened in the story is that what makes him almost is, what makes him as bad as the oppressor, that's another big thing, as bad as the oppressor is a big thing, like, you know, so yeah. I heard that he killed some clansmen and that's supposed to be his going too far moment, like like, get the fuck out of here, right?
1: but oh yeah i guess that oh yeah that seems like really violent oh yeah it's like this like action sequence where he like busts in this uh yeah right 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 i yeah i know what you're talking about
0: yeah and people told me that that was supposed to be a sign that he had lost the plot that he's gone too far you know Mm -hmm. it's a very centrist type of thing and then but the thing i heard about like that was like the worst part is like there's this uh eurasian villain even though people told me that she, the actress looks Asian, but there's a Eurasian villain who her, her origin story is that her mother is a cleaning lady, an Asian cleaning lady who stole a bunch of Aryan jizz and injected her, her, herself with it to get impregnated with the ultimate Eurasian super genius baby. And, you know, it's like, okay, so it's a Asian, like lower class, like service worker who is like a, it plays into the stereotype that you know like um there's nothing Asian women want
1: more than to be with the white guy,
0: be with the white guy, but also like have a white guy's genes. Yeah, you know? sure, sure. And this guy is like uh is like the the Adrian Veit. I forget how you pronounce his last name, but oh you know, Veit, I think it's Veit. Adrian Veit. Yeah, Adrian Veit. Uh, and that's like a German name, right? I think it's supposed to be like some kind of like you know so, so this white German Aryan super ideal, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stores his jizz like in a jar. Uh, or something, and she's some against the jizz. And I'm like, first of all, the plot sounds so stupid, right? But I'm like, okay, so think about all like, the terrible tropes this is like playing into. There's is... well, the biggest thing, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. interesting
1: because we've we've I've you know, like I said, we only we only ever watched the last, the last episode. The the only two things, well, the new thing and the superhero thing, like that was something. But I just think mainly too, just how, and this is my own personal, you know, the views expressed are mine and mine only. But it's just kind of how in this climate to make the cops like the good guys to something like it's the cops who are in trouble. They That's have true. to hide their, yeah, their identity, th- their identity yeah. and will make the face of the police, Regina King, instead of any t- typical show or movie, the face of police is like a white guy. And they represent the villain. So if we make it a black woman, it's kind of, see, see, it's okay. See, black women are, are tough cops too, right? See? So it's, I think of... a lot, that's of, his, a lot like... of
0: his quotes were about uh, how
1: not all cops are bad. And yeah. Yeah. Was well, that's the, the premise of the look. show. Like, not all cops are bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he was saying how, Uh, Even though he thinks he's a liberal, would he want Congress or Senate that was 70% Democrat? Mm -hmm. No, because you got to have both sides to keep things. I'm like, you should not be handling anything Alan Moore does. Because Alan Moore does not think that, you know, the British government should have 50% Tories and 50% uh, labor just to keep things, you know, equal and team of rivals bullshit. Like, like he believes in stuff. You clearly believe in nothing except, like, you know some lukewarm Aaron Sorkin-esque liberalism that is basically just <laughs> centrism. It's, sure. It's, it's mo- yeah, yeah, but I mean, sure. like think about all this stuff in that other thing. So you have the cops are bad thing that you mentioned. You have like the weird race politics, but you know, you have this white guy who's like, has is the Aryan idea that there's a sperm jacking plot. And that's a huge thing with MRAs and men's rights people. They, they have this fixation about These these, these hordes of women who want to like involuntarily steal their sperm and get pregnant with it, yeah, and and then take them to family court. Like, that's one of the paranoid fantasies, and yeah, like the 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 Tommy
1: Sotomayor. It sounds like a Tommy Sotomayor phase. I don't know if you're you're familiar with that guy, yeah, yeah. 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 I
0: know know about Tommy Sotomayor. What I don't know what happened to that guy, that that guy disappeared off the
1: no, no, he's still, yeah, it seems like no, he's still, it's one of those things where like I still kind of keep. He followed me on Twitter a while back, and that was like, weird. like, whoa! If only you knew what I really th- think think about you. <laughs> but I still, it's one of those. It's almost like a meme thing. Me and my my other my other friend named Marcus, we watch his videos quite a bit for entertainment purposes only. He's just such an angry unhappy guy and when he gets into arguments with his callers it's very it's very, in, it's very in, in, entertaining <laughs> but that's the only reason I really stay up I'm sorry but yeah you were with the men's rights no, no, a- no. activist thing oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah but
0: they got sperm they got sperm jacking and the idea of like uh, combining the Asian genes with the white genes to form a high IQ baby which is like one of those fantasies that those race science guys have right like a lot of those guys like john derbyshire charles murray all these people aren't the like, and iq they um have this thing where they you know all have asian wives and stuff and, mm. and uh that's a, a recurring theme like there's all, all this weird messaging in it it's just like bizarre to me you know and and creepy and then somebody was telling me oh wait you know but the lady's mother she wasn't really a service worker she was like a evil person pretending to be a service worker i'm like well who cares that's still the optics there's a asian service worker who comes his big plan is to steal the white Aryan guy's sperm to to have the super genius eurasian baby who is uh who ends up being like the villain you know she's a villain that part of her villainous stuff is like killmonger she was doing all this like kind of anti-white supremacy stuff so again the anti-white supremacy person is like the villain you know all this stuff and then Sure enough, somebody said, hey, have you seen it? Because if you saw it, you wouldn't be saying this. So you better go. You need to go see it. So I said, listen, every time someone tells me this, I waste hours of my life. I saw Slave Play. I saw all this other stuff. And this is like a 10-hour show. Just
1: fucking tell me. Wait. Wait, you're exaggerating, right? What? The the length of Slave Play?
0: Oh, no, not slave play. But I'm talking about uh, watching. Oh oh, right? like, I was like gonna say what? A, oh yeah, oh, oh no, yeah, no, watching. No, no. Yeah 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 oh, no. yeah yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. Like, every episode's Watchmen.
1: an hour. No, actually, if yeah. it's ten hours. I, I think there's ten episodes, not eight. So yeah yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's a ten hours like series. Right right right. Uh, right. It's a
0: ten hour show. Right. Like I'm not gonna fall for this again. If if the show, if watching the show is going to disprove anything I'm saying, just mm-hmm. tell me now what it's gonna disprove. Just. That's a good point. You
1: know, that's an interesting point because I'm going through that a lot too. As, as, uh, uh, I mean, I cringe to call myself a critic, even though I do write about movies, but it's like among my black friends, none of which are like, except for Tume. outside of that, who are like deep into film, they just assume because of my race and I have a film site that I'm going to see, and not, not, not just see, but support that word support any black film. And I'm, and a lot of times it's kind of like, 50-50 is being safe, but they always. They're, at, at this point, they're like, "Or oh, you, do you like it or not?" Because it's like, I like a movie if it's. Bla- I like it if it's good, but it's. It's like just because it's black doesn't mean I have to like it. And then they immediately. A lot of my friends are like, "Oh, I know it's the black movie, so Marcus probably hates it." And it's like, yeah, I'm a little more critical towards black films, but it doesn't even take that much effort to be critical towards something like a harriet you know what i'm saying or like have you seen the movie waves
0: no i'm a little wary of it, you should it be like exactly it might be, it might be more of that black fatalism
1: you you um, no no you 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 very much should should be and and what the the one positive although slash negative thing i'll say about it is that sterling k brown wasted a great performance in such a kind of lackluster movie um but yes the movies like that so at this point I've seen every, I'm using air quotes, every black film, except Queen and Slim is where I drew the line, because every movie, like, I assumed this thing about waves, but you know what? I'll see it, and I saw it. I assumed this about Harriet, but let me not, and I saw it, and actually, Harriet, way it it, it proved me write more than I thought it thought it would. So at this point, it's like you know what I'm gonna bow out of Queen and Slim. I'm not even gonna bother, uh, especially given who's associated with it and just all this stuff around oh, it. And it's man. like because 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 I, I think a did lot of people her
0: did you see did you see her quote N- about the movie she watched? Oh, I also want Mario to be here before. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna table that because I want sure Mario sure to be no, here. but uh, we well, talk
1: about that. No, so I was going back to too is like when you have enough um, knowledge and experience, also should count for something too. So when people, especially with me when it's and and a combination of if it's a movie and it's a movie about race and then someone's like well if you didn't see it it's like but you know what i and this is not to sound arrogant but it's like I'm, i've probably seen more movies than than you and i've been around the block enough so like that like educated guests or educated opinion like that counts for something but only when it's convenient you, you know what i'm saying like, oh did you see it no but it's like so there's no such thing as intuition there's no such thing as experience like suddenly you know um and that's kind of always my stance
0: But the thing is, too, like, a lot of the times, like, there's times when people haven't seen a movie, but if they're getting something wrong, I'll just tell them what from the movie makes it wrong. Like, I don't just say, well, go see it. Like, and and sometimes when someone tells you something that they don't like about a movie and they haven't seen a movie, but I can tell from listening to them that they're getting the movie right, then I can tell, okay, this person's probably not going to like the movie because everything they don't like about it is actually accurate about what happens in the movie. Yeah. You know, you know like, 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 for example, somebody once told me like, oh, I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch, look at what movie it was. There was a movie that I, that I, I liked and they didn't want to watch it. And I was like, well, why don't you want to watch it? And then. They describe the movie is everything's gonna happen, and they're like, "Oh, I don't like those type of movies." And my answer wasn't, "Well, hey, go see it." You know, like, you know, like, like 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 knowing that it's that. You know, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to waste this person's time. Like, yeah, I respect that you don't you don't like it. Like, you know, if if you were saying something that was generally mistaken in fact about the movie, then maybe I would uh tell you that. But even then, I would explain to you to give you, you know, the the choice, like, you know, I know you think it's this, I don't want to spoil it, but that's not actually what happens. If you want me to tell you more, I will, but you know, you should go see it because what you think the movie is, it's actually not. But the sentence was devious about just sending people, like time is the one thing you can't get back. You can get back money, you can get back time, you cannot get that back. That pisses me off Mm -hmm. when people waste, waste my time.
1: I hear that so much. No, I I, yeah. I, 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 I definitely feel you on that, and and also to add, to add another layer, the same people, and this goes without saying, I'm not making some revelation, but the same people who say, "Oh well, have you seen it?" to defend their one thing, I'm sure there's countless things that they judged and decided not to see, just on the most like surface level stuff, like they're like as if they've never judged something without seeing or listening to it, you know, whatever, which also kind of annoys me too. It's like, so every single thing you have an opinion on you've seen, listened, heard, studied, watched. It's like, no. So just knock it off. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And so, sometimes you just you just know. Like like one thing I was doing when a lot of people were like, you know, defending me for like woke, you know, for uh not liking their latest like representation matters thing was I would search their name and the word Confederacy. And almost all of them were just up in arms over the Benioff and Weiss um Confederacy series at hbo that was planned mm-hmm. that never ended up going oh through. yeah right uh-huh and that was oh just an yeah announcement. oh they, yeah. Just, they just gave an announcement and a premise like two ends premise and people lost their shit and as well they should it's a stupid premise like you know but right. if you told them well let them move let that thing be made and watch the whole season of it before you decide that uh uh south won when the civil war and slavery is still around uh show is bad done by the people who've botched race at every moment in uh game of thrones like right. you no, know, sure Yeah, yeah, it's fucking... uh, Don't get me started. Well, I forgot all about
1: that. I forgot all about the the, the Confederacy idea, rather. Yeah.
0: But uh, you know what? Let's talk about something positive. Sure. I'm always saying negative stuff. Talk about your Twitter page, because that's a... Well, actually, two things are pretty interesting, right? One is that you have a really interesting, I think... It looks labor intensive to me, mm-hmm. but you can tell me if it is Uh, Twitter page. And the pattern recognition is very impressive, especially because um, I'm someone that I think is pretty good at pattern recognition, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, but, but not with movies, with other stuff. Sure. Like, you have really good pattern recognition with movies, which is pretty uh, impressive. I want to have you describe like what your Twitter page is and yeah. the premise of, oh, it, of course. How it. came about.
1: And And well, what's cool also is my, my Twitter page is definitely, uh, for the most part, a representation of Penland M. And basically, uh, a lot of what most, I'd say about 90% of of what I do on Twitter, I'll take um, either an an older film uh, and compare it to a new film or two recent films and compare it to each other. And I do that by... Taking moving uh, gifts—they used to be still images—but uh, I figured it'd be better. But pe- pe- people were always stealing JPEGs because it's easy to just steal JPEGs, and I don't want to put plot—I don't want to put watermarks on them. So mm-hmm. you could you could steal gifts also, but it takes a little more effort. But I'll just take uh, one, two, three, four, five, or six scenes uh, from one movie. Put them in a row, put them in a panel next to the newer movie, uh, with one, two, three, four, five, six scenes, um, and just kinda show it that way. And and I like to say those comparisons, I, I break my movie comparisons down in into in into fourths, into quarters. Like so the first quarter uh, are, I know these to be fact, just from reading different film books, reading any interview I can get my hands on, listening to commentary tracks where the more recent director flat out said, not even didn't hint, didn't imply nothing. He said, I wanted to steal this scene uh, from this older movie or I was influenced by this film or I was influenced by this scene. Uh, the other quarter or the other t- 25% is, I haven't found proof that one filmmaker directly borrowed from the other, but if you just look at the comparison I made, it's pretty obvious. And then the other two quarters are just total speculations on on my part. But again, as long as you have vision, you could see that the scenes are are are, are similar. And sometimes I try to, you know, I'll, I'll switch it up and I'll just do what I've been doing more now. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I no one was doing this uh, suddenly on film Twitter. I see a lot of people doing this more, and that's fine. Uh, and a lot of people will give me credit and tag me in their comparisons. But what I'm trying to do now is to expand more and trying to do whole entire movies. So it, it, instead of just one GIF with five panels on each side, I'll just do like scene by scene by scene. So it'll be like a series of five tweets breaking down the entire movie, like scene by scene uh, from, from movie to movie. So um, yeah, so long, long story short, it's just... Um, it's movie comparisons. And and I'm always glad when I have a platform to talk about it because I'm one of those people who, even though the majority of my followers and just people really like what I do, I'm always one of those people who, I just, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but at the same time, I can't stand loud stupidity, just people being loud and arrogant, but wrong. So and
0: and and you know that's a good thing about being Twitter. That Twitter doesn't have a lot of that. Twitter does
1: not have people. <laughs> sure, you're right. loud and strong and wrong. Exactly. And then I'll, a lot of times I'll get into these arguments because uh, uh, e- even even like my loyal followers, it's become a joke now. So when I'll, I'll just have a quote from a filmmaker saying, "I wanted to steal this shot from this movie," and I'll show that some of my followers and my friends will jokingly put, oh, you're reaching or, or oh, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes pe- 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 people do, and then once you, eventually when you go back and forth, when you finally engage with these people, you learn that they've only seen one of the movies or you'll learn that they haven't seen either, or you'll learn that they're not familiar with like the context of the scene. And it's like, okay, so you don't know what you're talking about. Um, A big thing you know. I hate about
0: Twitter lately, it's gotten much worse. I mean, I'm sure it's probably always happened, but it's gotten much worse is everybody just wants to score points. And it is Oh, it's all about being by... right
1: and scoring points. Of course. Of course.
0: Yeah, not just about being right. That's one way. Either by being right or making like a dumb joke. Like, you know, like when I brought up that thing about Watchmen and how, like, oh, this is like a dumb stereotype about like, you know, uh the Asian woman who's is wants the white man's jeans. I was talking about like that scene. It goes, some put, Oh yeah, that popular stereotype of the woman who steals the superhero's jar of sperm. And, and it's like, you know, the, the joke being, they're trying to say that I was saying that very specific scene down to the superhero and him keeping a jar of sperm. yeah. You know, the stereotype, which would be stupid. What I'm talking about is the broader sure, kind of sure, allegorical sure. stereotype. But it was like, you know, that person had to, you know, get the smart comment off. And then I looked at like their Twitter page and the Twitter page is like, they have a picture of Dom Delouise as a profile picture you know huh,
1: sure
0: <laughs> like you know, the, the whole like
1: yeah i'm, I'm forced, ironic uh, dom de yeah that yeah. forced
0: irony that yeah. forced weirdness yeah and like their profile name was like one of those sentences but everything's in lowercase it was either that or one of those names that's like the noun haver that's, that's one of the names that they like to do like you know the uh cable stealer the you know yeah one of those yeah. things where it's like you have all these tweets you have a profile you have all this stuff and you're hiding behind everything i've never seen someone put so like like there's this aesthetic that like can't stand online these days and it's gotten worse and worse and it's like uh i call it like try hard low effort where like you're trying hard to look low effort like like everything about is kind of try hard like you know you probably thought a lot about which random weird celebrity can i put you know that and and weird screen name and weird username that all combines together combined with this thing so all the person's uh, replies in the thread were like a dumb kind of sarcastic joke, you know, or some kind of uh, irony Twitter, like, catchphrase. And it's like...
1: Oh, well, that's like, a plague, especially on... I mean, the, the majority... I mean, I get... Maybe we'll get into this later. Like I, I, I'll delve into hip hop Twitter sometimes, but for the most part, I'm, I'm for the most part, I'm, I'm, I'm in film Twitter, and that's just a plague. I mean, you have people who, and and these are no like a lot of my good friends are on Twitter, but these the, the people I'm about to complain about are folks who I don't know personally, but it's like they'll tweet about how like you know especially so like the last two months it's just been. The Irishman, A Marriage Story, and Baby Yoda. And then you have people who are just like, oh, I love The Irishman. The Irishman is phenomenal. And then you follow them. And then for the next, like, 72 hours, it's just these memes of Al Pacino. And it's like you're making fun of the movie. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. So did you like the movie or not? Like, it's it's really confused. Like, just say you like, just say you love the movie. Like, it's, it's, it's film. It's cinema. It's art. Like, do you like it or not? Or like, you know, uh, a marriage story. Like people are just like, whoa, a marriage story. This are uh, this this scene is, is very triggering. And then the next thing you know, like that same person will be tweeting and retweeting a bunch of like jokey memes about J- the argument about between scene, yeah, yeah, about that scene. And and it just gets really and I I, I do, I think it goes back to I don't know, I obviously I can't pinpoint. I mean, there's always been
0: people want to be seen and hide at the same time. It drives exactly crazy. no, it, yeah. It, it's like it's like if you're tweeting this much. You obviously want to be seen, get some kind of connection. I I call it like pseudo connection. People kind of want this connection while hiding. It's like, hey... Hey, look at me. Then you look and they're behind a rock. And it's like, "Wait, you said look at you." goes, "Yeah, yeah, but don't actually come around the rock and look at me." Like, no, I know. No. And, but, and but if that joke me, and, look-
1: and yeah, and if their joke tweet fails, it's like, "Ah, well, it's not even me anyway. It's just like some stupid online yeah, persona." Exactly. And, and oh, it, know, like it, it, it it and it reminds me of, "God, I wish I could find this." These were like the early days of YouTube. There was a great video where uh, Patrice O'Neal was doing stand-up and then somebody like unconfidently Tried to heckle him from the audience and then Patrice O'Neal was like, wait, whoa, 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 wait, what'd you say? Say it again. Say it. I'll give you the microphone. And then the guy said it and he said it real like kind of snarky yet unconfident. And then no yep. one in the audience laughed. And then Patrice took the mic back. He's like, you see, you see how hard it is to be funny. You see, I'm on stage. I'm a big black guy and I'm here and I'm, I'm standing behind everything I say. You tried to be in the audience to say a little whatever. And it didn't work. Do you see how hard it is to do what I do? And I I always think about Patrice O'Neal. He's another guy. He's a guy I wish was alive, uh, you know, especially during during, no, during today's climate. Um,
0: no, you know, that that's true. Like, there was this guy on uh, Twitter. Like, you know, I call him, like, the screen cap assassin because he just sits there <laughs> and he just screen caps people and then dunks on the screen cap. Right. And then... Um, One time I saw him screen cap me. It was like a month after or two months after he did it, right? Mm -hmm. And he's done it before and I didn't pay any mind. But, you know, finally I was like stupid. Like, you know, so I I just retweeted him. Look, it's not that hard to retweet someone. Like either, like, you know, come hard or be a pussy. Like you got to choose like one or the other. Oh, I always say whenever
1: I get screen capped, like I never know because it's a screen and you can't know. But like someone will DM me because I I have a decent amount of followers. And so, hey, look what so-and-so said about you. And I'll go right to him. I'm just like, just at me next time. And then, but then it's complete silence. Of, of, of course, I'm like you could just you could at me. I'll, I'll go back and forth with you.
0: But but, but you know something? I will say? Like I don't think somebody is always obligated to um at you because sometimes you might say something and then you know the thing because sometimes you just know there's gonna be no point to the thing or whatever. But sometimes yeah, somebody sure. wants to interpret you in bad faith. Like, see, that's the thing. If if it's something that I want to make sure I'm getting you right, or it's something that requires a conversation or something, you know, I'll quote treat you. But some things, you know, whatever. But what's what's annoying about this guy is like he will he has like a bunch of trolley followers. So he tries to do it so that he can send trolls your way. So he can like um throw stones and hide his hand or whatever, yeah. right? But what was interesting is like um when you actually like, you know, quoted him and stuff and then honest response was just really really lame like you know I would just keep uh making fun of him and all his responses was like really lame and I was like yeah screen caps don't talk back you know right. you're, you're not funny <laughs> like you're just not funny like that's that's why you screen cap like you know you're not funny uh when do people that laugh for like this group of sycophants that you've um gathered who are not funny too yeah and you guys are like a laughter support group we just unfunny people laughing at each other at each other's jokes and it's like hey i'll do my unfunny joke and if you and if you guys laugh at the, at this one i'll laugh at your unfunny joke like you're a unfunny support group that's what you are oh wow and Like what you guys yeah. are is like the king of <laughs> oh, wow. comedy yeah you know that scene in king of comedy where robert de niro is uh telling the stand up to um to a wall of
1: yeah like you know, it's like wallpaper it's like, of, of like a crowd like, kind of yeah, yeah
0: i'm like 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 i was thinking like this guy's life is like king of comedy if the movie ended at that scene and that's and so just re- oh it, my it god just loop. and
1: that's it just loop for two
0: hours that would be your life like like at oh, least man if, if robert de niro's character never left his house and it wasn't actually turned out to be funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's your life. Your life is the first 10 minutes of King of Comedy.
1: You know, it's so That's funny it. you say that because it's like a lot of the, it, like the typical thing to insult an online trash talker is, oh, you just live in your mom's house in your mom's basement posted from a computer screen. And then it's like, to some degree, it's kind of true. You know, what I'm saying? and and it's and it's Rupert Pumpkin, like the guy in his basement trying to record in his tape recorder. You know, it, it's, it's like it's so cheap to like to not use that insult. But then it turns out to kind of, be, oh, it's. True. So when I do yeah. insult you, it's actually kind of accurate. It's actually not a but cheap even, this.
0: Yeah. Even Rupert Pumpkin, he left. He left that's his true. house. He took a. He took a risk. That's he, true. That's true. And he actually had craft. Surprisingly, like yeah. you know. Yeah. He actually had craft. Yeah. It shouldn't have paid off, but you know it did. Sure. But these people don't even go that far. Like the Rupert Pumpkin. If Rupert Pumpkin was just happy talking to that wallpaper, like yeah. like that's what this guy was. <clears> if Rupert Pumpkin was just happy just talking to that wallpaper and happy with the imagine a was in his head, you know, and wasn't actually funny. Like, I think it's one of the most brilliant things about King of Comedy. Like, that was really a curveball to me that he actually ended up actually being funny. I thought it was a beautiful Oh, well, I mean, it's
1: one of Scorsese's best movie. And that, it's it's the whole yeah. end sequence is 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 the best thing about that movie, like the the final act. Because yeah. leading up to, you're just kind of led to believe. It's not even, forget the fact that he's a loser. It's like, you're probably also not funny. And then it's like, oh, he actually, yeah, he's got timing. He's got the chops and everything. Um, But, and you know. But, that was such a good twist. Yeah. I, it, I really enjoyed that.
0: And I saw it after I saw the Joker. And mm-hmm. the Joker did the more cliche twist, which is that he's actually not funny. and Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was interesting to see the, the ripoff, modern movie, be more cliched than the 30 or 40 year old older one that it was taken from. Well, that's a
1: big, well, that's a big, well, that's one of the good criticisms. I mean, while Joker, the best I can say about Joker is that it's fine. And that's me being really nice. But the 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 the, the, the best criticism about that movie is that all the movies that it stole from, borrowed from, it like, it didn't get the point. Of a lot of the, of like from Taxi Driver to King of Comedy, it's like no, you 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 don't understand. You're just taking aesthetics and like no, like tra- like because for example, Taxi Driver might be one of my favorite movies, but that's one of those things I don't say out loud because to the to general people, if you love the movie Taxi Driver, that automatically means you love Travis Bickle, and it's like no, Travis Bickle's a racist, like fucked up human being. I just like the movie. Um, so a lot of people like, do that
0: because they project their own mindset. I think, true. Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. That's how a lot of people do judge movies about if it, whether it affirms them or not, right. whether it affirms their identity, their life choices. So people start thinking everyone else consumes movies the same way.
1: That's very true. Yeah. And you know it's funny because go, going back to like the because you were talking about the the influence of Scorsese's films on the Joker. Another big thing about the movie comparisons that I do on Twitter and on my site, oh, excuse me, is that. A big part of it is film history. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you love a movie, like take, I don't know, like all, all the the film Twitter fanboys love Paul Thomas Anderson. So it's like, fine. You, like when, when film Twitter sets their teeth into someone, it's as if they invented cinema. Like Paul Thomas Anderson is like above influence, but it's like Paul Thomas Anderson isn't even one of my favorite filmmakers. And it's like, I know more about him and his influences than, than you do. And it's like, if you love a movie why wouldn't you want to know the seeds that kind of made that movie grow? Like it's film history. So it's like, if you love a filmmaker, you love a movie. Why wouldn't you want to know what made that movie possible? Like what older visual references? And it's also, it just expands. It's like, oh, so there's another movie with the same aesthetics, uh, a similar plot. And it's like, so if you like this movie, you'll probably like that. And your knowledge of film will grow. But Going back to what we were just discussing, everyone just has to be snarky and cynical instead of just learn. It's almost to a point now, especially in film Twitter, people see a movie and and you ha- and now there's no excuse. Everyone has a phone, a laptop, anyone can start a blog, whether anyone will read it is a different story, but you can like write 500 to however many words about a movie. But instead, as soon as someone sees a movie, it's like they have to get their joke off. Like, like you know, yeah, you're on the draft, they have to make Even the name the first instead of oh, I want to get my, I want to get some like. They don't have, have to be the most concise. You know, like they, they they, they could be somewhat jumbled, but just write something. Like write about a movie. Write, write what you really thought. I don't need to see a Baby Yoda, Al Pacino, Marriage Story, Adam Driver meme. Like like there's enough of that. You, you know what I'm saying?
0: I think there's two problems that happen. First, you have the snark and irony poisoning, yep. right? But I think there's another aspect that's the flip side of this. And they both kind of feed off each other and they need each other to live. And they're mm. both the most annoying people on earth. Mm-hmm. Is you have that the sincerity or concern troll uh, person like like the sincerity poison person and that person like people call it wokeness but i think they should start calling it sincerity poisoning you know to what, 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 against... what, what,
1: what, what do you mean when you' like saying... like
0: okay have you heard a term like irony poisoning when people say uh, there's irony poisoning that's someone who's so like they're so into cultivating this image of like hip detachment and irony oh, and okay. snark. Oh, okay. Sure. Yes. That like you never know what they think about anything or they om- they almost. Oh, go that's what out I was talking away. about
1: earlier. Yeah. Where it's just like, again, yeah. these are people like, do you like this or not? Like, stop. Like, you're just confusing me. I have no idea what you he- generally like or even genuinely dislike. It's just, you are just. Yeah. yeah. And they
0: have to mix every compliment with the joke. Yes. You know, yes. just to be yes.
1: uh, safe. Like, yeah. like,
0: for example, like I've made bad calls. I heard Lizzo's first song. I saw her first video. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, like, like, like she's, she's Mm -hmm. uh, a big girl doing her thing, body positivity, support a black woman. And that ended up being a bad call. Like she's one of the most annoying, you know, public personas I've seen in a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I tweeted the other day, you you know what? I was wrong, you know, but, you know, I still saw her and I made a call. Yeah. A call ended up being wrong Sometimes that happens sometimes you react to a movie like you know uh i think people are afraid of being like that guy in 2000 and something that rated by crash and now you have to be embarrassed but you know so what it happens we all make bad calls on things yeah. you know it's- but hmm. nobody wants to commit to anything unless they know it's safe to like. And, yep. And you know what I think happens, too? Like, these kind of people... I think it's like Obama. Like The time when Obama first came out, uh, now we have this thing that we call irony. But before, like, they were calling it in the 2000s, like, snark. And snark was, like, a little bit different. But it still comes from the same place. Like, want to critique everything from a place of hip detachment of like smug superiority of, you know, I'm too cool to believe in anything and believing in anything. Like like The Daily Show had a lot of that. Like The Daily Show just made fun of everything. And at the end of the day, it just kind of didn't believe in anything. It just mocked everything. Like like caring was what was stupid. Like whether you were a Democrat or Republican, like caring or taking any of it too seriously was what made you a tool. And I feel like people who are like too into like that irony or snark or Edgelord thing. And they call it irony poisoning when you get so far that you don't even have any sense of the quorum anymore. You start like, like your sense of humor starts getting like weird and twisted because you uh get so deep into a hole that you, you're not even able to communicate earnestly with people anymore. Yeah. But I think we need to press that for too long. I feel people like that are people who they care about things caring about things maybe burned them or something you know maybe they were made fun of in high school or something for being too into a hobby or maybe they you know uh, cared too much about politics and they kept getting uh, burned by you know believing I feel like when you suppress that too long you end up in a place where it explodes out like I think you have to care about things you have to be earnest and if you suppress it too long it bursts out and then you end up with stuff where people get weirdly like these too cool for school people will suddenly get super invested in something like uh star wars last jedi and it's like this is as corporate or whatever a movie as any of these other marvel movies that you make fun of all day or whatever like yeah like why this like you know this there's, there's people were normally normally like, the most irony poison uh snark poison people about you know everything and then like you mentioned like last jedi and people were just like coming at me people who never break character like you know that movie is a deep piece of art. It's like, oh my god, this is like a toy commercial. Like everything else, it's it's fine if you like it. I'm not saying don't like it. Yeah, I like yeah, movies
1: yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I...
0: Why have you invested this of all things? when most of the time, you're afraid to commit to anything. Or and I feel like it's like I feel like it's happened with Obama. Like Obama, people were snarky for so long. The minute they found something that they could believe in or that stirred them out of their sense of apathy, even to the slightest degree, they just went overboard, embarrassingly so. You remember how yeah. embarrassing people were with Obama and stuff? Oh, of course, of course course i do yeah yeah
1: it's funny yeah. have you seen have you seen this film it's by rick alverson called the comedy uh no it's it stars uh tim heidecker from tim and eric uh the the the, the comedy group and it's funny because that that movie it has its fans but generally speaking i think that movie is misunderstood but to me everything that you just spoke about is a big part of what that movie is about it's about this guy who i mean the term hipster who even knows what that means anymore but it's just about this guy who like Takes nothing serious, nothing at all. He's a terrible person from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. Like there's, there's no change in in him, and I think that throws a lot of uh, a lot of people off. This is hardly the first movie to have a character like that, but still, it's just one of those things where, to some degree, I get it. How, what am I supposed to feel about this guy? But I, I think a big part of his character is just like he takes nothing serious. He's like a shitty human being. He's insulting. He like, you know, will wear these like ironic sunglasses, but then like will never, t- but like commits to it. And then it's just so hard to tell, like, do you like something or do you not? And the stuff you're invested in, you can't possibly like this or do you? It's a very, it, it, it's an interesting movie. It got panned by a lot of people because I don't think they understood what the movie was getting at. And I, To me, I think Rick Alverson, the director of that movie was just trying to delve into the emptiness of of being like that. Like ultimately it's just like your life is empty when it's just like, you, you can't commit to something. You're trying to be too cool to the point where it just gets out of hand. And next thing you know, it's like you're 30 something years old and it's like, is there anything genuine about you? Um, and Yeah. Is, is there yeah.
0: anything genuine? Like, like, And then, and then I think what happens is sometimes something breaks through that shell and then all that sincerity, whatever they were holding in. Like I think it's starting to happen again with uh, Bernie Sanders, who I, who I like. I like Bernie Sanders, but hmm. I know a lot of his people are people who, you know, are like nonstop, always ironic, always like doing these memes, delete your account, shut up boomer, all, yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then and then like even start recently with the UK election, a lot of people who were normally very uh ironic or detached or whatever, they were letting that pose drop again for the election. And then you know, I I think Obama disappointed them and then their answer was to double down and get extra like ironic and weird you know even weirder than before and then Bernie Sanders and Corbin kind of came through and they dropped that pose again and it's like they're going from one extreme to the other but the other side of it was what I was calling that's all like irony poisoning I think like like I said it's a a compensation against people who probably on some level care too much even if they have the wrong prescriptions for things like even those like alt-right people I think in a way they're a little too sensitive you know those four channels, alt right people. A lot of those MRAs, those incels. They're
1: the most. Oh. They're the most sensitive. Which is funny because they're the ones who really like to push that push that anyone is against them is a the sensitive one. When yeah, but, but, but their they're, entire they're, they're, existence they're is based it. on their fragility. Like their yeah, entire yeah, existence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, they're projecting that. That's why it's the first thing they say because they're projecting themselves on you. Oh, like of course, that, that yeah. guy, that guy that I called the screen cap assassin, the first thing he kept saying was, you know, "Oh, you know, you're you're mad, you're mad." And it's like, "Okay, let's say I was mad. Who cares?" Yeah. Like it's okay if somebody's mad. Like um but in their mind, that's like the worst thing you can be. They associate their feelings with like weakness because that's all their feelings ever brought them in their life was weakness. Yeah. So it's like, or or a bad feeling. So they think everyone thinks or has that same value system. So when they keep bringing up, bringing up like you know, oh you're mad online. I'm like okay, yeah. So what?
1: Right. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I read. Yeah, you know. So uh, it's like okay, I'm mad online, but you're replying to everything I'm saying. So yeah, and it's also like, mad. sure, I, I am. I, everyone, oh, no, everyone can see we're mad. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: it's like I am. I'm I, now. T- like t- to be clear, and I don't save this to save face. Like I'm gonna sleep tonight, and I'm gonna sleep well. But in the moment, yeah. right now, I, I am. I am annoyed. Yes, I have emotion. Like I, oh, I say that all the time. Like oh, someone's mad. Uh, so like yeah, right now, I'm a little mad, and I'm mad because but, you're you're being ignorant and stupid. So yes.
0: But but not, but not just that. That person is mad too. Like if that. Oh, person, of course, of course, so of, course time, of course, of course. To make some kind of snark, whatever comment to you, it took time out of the day. If something you said made them do this, and they're engaging with you, like okay, you're mad, just posting laughing emojis nonstop is not gonna fool anybody looking at this.
1: That's true. Like you're not mad. That's true.
0: Like you know. Yeah. So why even? Why even like gonna uh, pretend? Like you know, let everybody be annoyed and have it out. Yeah. And just you know, that's what being an adult is. Yep. Like, like it looks so. Looks so childish and stupid to see two people like i'm not mad you're mad me mad you're mad yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, the opposite of that is like i think like those people who are like really woke who have like uh 50 identities in their profile like you know it's like you know all these things that they care about and whatever and then when you look at what they're actually talking about it's like ridiculous like like there was this woman uh her name was like sonia gupta and she was doing these crazy takes, right? Mm -hmm. And people call this wokeness, you know, but I think people should call it like sincerity poisoning. I think it's the opposite of the other thing. I think the other thing is, okay, deep down, I care about a lot of stuff. I'm really like sensitive. Like I even think whether it's those socialist trolls that are are, like class reductionists or whether it's alt-riders or incels or the 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 vice crowd from 2000s or the snarky crowd from gawker in the in the arts or whatever i think they're all people who probably have very sensitive skin as in like you know like emotionally like their emotional skin is like maybe covered in sores and it's sensitive to the touch like they they they, you know and they have to build up like this kind of thick skin like those fortune guys kind of cultivate this almost armor of sociopathy. They, they, they try to become as sociopathic as general, I think as a defense mechanism, joking about murders, deaths. And I think people like that are probably very fragile uh, souls. And they think this is how I'm going to be strong. It's like their idea of the guy gets bullied and uses steroids and stuff and whatever. Some of these woke people, I think, are the opposite. I think deep down, they don't really care about shit. They're just drivers or careerists or people who want to form a cult of personalities or just like lonely hmm. weirdos i don't think they really have any like good empathy and they're the opposite they try to compensate by trying to be the most concerned the most empathetic like you know i think like they're overcompensations it's almost like you know how cutters people who are cutters that cut themselves and feel <clears throat> shit yeah they say shit sure. like that i think some of these people they are, are like that with um their so-called wokeness, but I don't like to call it wokeness because I feel like uh wokeness is, is is its own word before they they got a hold of it, you know. But um, so this 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 lady uh, Sonia Gupta, who's an example, she was posting crazy stuff. Mm. That let we can a an example of it. She, she posted um one last thing. I know white people aren't going to stop doing yoga. They're too defensive, fragile appropriative, and supremacist to do that. But they should know that they are engaging in white supremacy every single time they do it. Okay, now I'm off to meditate. What? And it's like, okay, that's your take on white supremacy, that white people doing yoga right. is white supremacy and it's appropriation. It's like, I'm like, okay, this woman... She wants to care about. She either wants to care about something, or wants to appear to care about something, but she actually doesn't know how to. Like, like you, you must have no real problems if this is your um if this is your hill to die on as far as being. I mean, there's people dying in the street from from like real problems related to white supremacy, like languishing in jails and stuff like that, and you know, and, and stuff like that. Like, like you want to fight white supremacy, and this is the hill you die on. White people doing doing yoga. Yeah, yeah. And she tweeted something else. She put. White man, right uh, colon, like, like this. This is a white man talking. White man, can I get a golden turmeric latte with almond milk? Me, can I get a hot chocolate? <laughs> the first is cultural appropriation. The second is not. Now, go do some Googling to see if you can figure out why, because a lot of y'all are really ignorant on this subject. Smiley face. What? So, you know, yeah, so now she's complaining about white people getting drinking golden turmeric latte with almond milk, and how when she drinks hot chocolate, it's not cultural appropriation, and it's not her job to school
1: you on why not.
0: And I'm like, okay, this woman is a sociopath. A person I, yeah, I don't care about
1: anything. I was going to use that tweet, but that also gets into the fact where, like, all those examples you gave made sense, but it almost, it's like... You have to think of like they're they're getting they're trying to get so surreal and esoteric to the point where they almost don't make sense or like they're almost too stupid that like you have to stop for a second. Like, did what you just say made to okay? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's just they're just trying to like it's all pedantic trivial. stuff. Yeah, and stuff. they're trying to like, like be like I'm so clever that I'm out clevering my own cleverness because this is clever and clever and clever and it's just like it just be, you're, you're like a caricature being clever yeah. almost.
0: And because I have no real problems, I can focus on being clever. Like I could make focus of my conscious of being co- of my being conscious about being clever like it's not about kids languishing in jail and or or people starving or like drones being dropped on people i can i can just deal with this bougie lifestyle shit you know that means like 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 nothing right and um someone else this is a different person but someone else tweeted this it's like here's the fucking tea babes white people stole tea from china via south asia and the phrase Here's the tea from black people. So not only did you steal the drink itself, you have now managed to steal the phrase involving it, and you are hor- horrendously bad at using both. So so now she's complaining that white people stole tea from China, and and um they stole they stole the phrase. Here's the tea from black people, and they can't use it correctly. And it's yeah. like and all this stuff gets a lot of retweets. But of course, the thing here's a crazy thing. Someone did a a search because uh that lady Sonia Gupta's uh. Tweets like went viral mm-hmm. and stuff. And they looked her up, and she ended up being like a DA who was, you know, involved in like all this fucked up shit in the criminal justice system, like sending people. She was a prosecutor. Oh, in no. Oh, wow. So, so, so listen to this. This is what that she found out.
1: Cause after she did those, um, I'm looking at her right as, 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 as you're talking. I'm, um,
0: yeah. Here's one of the things that she said it's no more of a bad. There's a silver lining to growing up ostracized by racist white people. Since they never accepted me, I learned to do without their acceptance. This means that I don't give a flying fuck what they think and will continue to speak up as long as I want to. Smiley face. You know, and then somebody looked her up and it's like, okay. She was assistant DA louisiana uh she she was there for a couple of years someone looked up her cases she attempted to prosecute a juvenile for getting into a fistfight but lost on sufficiency of the evidence she successfully prosecuted another juvenile for aggravated rape by establishing that a confession made to a dfcs caseworker trying to protect the child is admissible without requiring a miranda warning
1: oh i'm looking i just found i'm looking at it right now yeah
0: yeah yeah, she so so she had all these kind of fucked up things. Um, uh, someone found a podcast where she said a podcast called uh, the Louisiana Lawyer, where she said she preferred being a prosecutor rather than a public defender because prosecutors are tasked with doing what's right. She's going. She said that she didn't speak up when her office did things that she disagreed with, and she defended the state against people whose rights have been violated by the police. From all this stuff, and then she responded to that thread, and she goes, "I discovered a white supremacist spent several hours researching my background." including cases I prosecute I'm looking at that right I now yeah about. I
1: I just I just saw that image right now yeah, yeah. which oh and, and that's the and, other thing oh my god yes yeah. Yeah, so, yeah the you immediately can get people when you're just like oh white white supremacist or oh you're misogynist and then you you and people do that and 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 and, and you know you're going to win when when you throw those out there uh which is such a cheap way to go about debating and arguing but yeah.
0: I think this woman is like a narcissist or a sociopath. I think she feels nothing. I'm sure she's a little bit outraged, of both. Uh, I'm sure she yeah, is. Yeah, I think, I think that outrage that she cultivates is her attempt to like feel things. Like a lot of that wokeness that she does, that performative wokeness and stuff, I think it's kind of to compensate for feeling dead inside. Like she has to constantly mind this sense of outrage to like, like narcissistic people are like that. They have to like force drama. To feel to feel things. Um, hold on. Uh, D, are you there? Can you hear me, Mar- Mario? Um, his name keeps popping up, but I don't see. Oh, it. I didn't hold see on. it. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, but I feel like this is the opposite of what you're talking about because you got these people who are like so all in on this movie. Like you know, you know how you said those people you can't if they really like a movie. Yeah, there are people who are like way too earnest into a movie for like you know the most ridiculous things. They'll be like you know, baby. Um, this movie, this representation is so important and. I cried in the theater seeing uh, a brown person with a lightsaber and, you know, anyone who says anything bad about this movie obviously hates my race, my gender, my representation, Mm -hmm. my everything. J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson or Damon Lindelof see me, you know, they... they're woke. They understand my struggle. This brings me back to when I was a kid and feeling like an outsider. You know, when I see this um, black stormtrooper and it's like this, like both those schools, I think are just at war. That's what culture war is now. Everything is Gamergate. Everything is like the asshole um, edgelords and the sure. overly earnest social justice warrior. Yeah. It's just ruining all discourse to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just getting lost in some of her... No, are oh, you still you still looking at so many Yeah, her, right? I'm, just, I'm <laughs> listening a, it's a to you, hole but to it's go- just a, yeah, it is absolutely a rabbit hole. Wow,
0: I would love to see like a, a psychological profile of her because even her defense, she didn't she didn't actually defend anything that was
1: found. She no, of said, course, because all you have to say is someone's a white supremacist and everybody wants to jump on that. Which unfortunately, there really are white supremacists out there, but when you call everyone who disagrees with you a white supremacist, then it just waters it down. And yeah. but she doesn't care about anything. She doesn't yeah. care. That's true, yeah. Everything is just
0: impression management. That's what a narcissist does. Narcissists are all impression management. The actual content of your character doesn't really matter. It's just... Uh, how do you look, you know? And she's like, you know, this is time for something very important. These people have a fuck ton of spare time. I wish I could sit around pretending to be an internet sleuth and research every asshole that comes across my path. But you won't do that because you don't care about anything. Yeah. You, you don't really care about anything to even do that research, sure. you know? And you don't care enough to even defend yourself, you know? Uh, she didn't say this person's right, this person's wrong. She she made fun of them for caring enough to do the research. That's the one thing she was making fun of them yeah. for. Yes, yes. So, uh Mario, say hello to Marcus. What's
1: going on, Marcus? Hey, how you doing, man? Big, man, big I'm fan doing of the show. As, as I've oh, already man. mentioned before. So yeah, I've been listening to you guys for solid
2: for quite some time now. Oh man, yeah, I, I appreciate it, man.
0: Of course. Everything's like two degrees of separation because I know men um, met the guys from the other podcast, Escape from Plan A, and he found them from listening to my show. And it's like, it's kind of cool. Everyone gets to kind of connect to everybody else yeah. through these degrees of separation. Oh yeah. but Absolutely. Um, Hey, let me show you his his uh, his Twitter page, Mario, in case you haven't seen it yet. It's a pretty cool Twitter page. And for people who are listening along who don't have the access to the show notes, the Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash Pinland, P-I-N-N-L-A-N-D underscore Empire. Yep. Pinland with two Ns underscore Empire after twitter.com forward slash. Yeah. Does Pinland Empire have to be in all caps to work? No. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it, take a actually, look at if it. you
1: just in Twitter, if you just ser- search without the the handle, just Pinland Space Empire, a bunch of stuff, you know, uh, all my movie comparisons and stuff will will come up.
0: And what does the name mean?
1: Uh, well, my last name's Pin. Um, and there's a film by David Lynch called Inland Empire that I'm a, a big fan. It's not my favorite David Lynch movie, but I just thought the combination of my name in that movie, plus I write about a lot about d- uh, d- David Lynch, so it's just a play on my last name and a movie directed by uh, a filmmaker that I'm a big fan of.
0: Yeah, um, I didn't want to talk too much about your personal stuff so Mario got here, so they've been sure, sure. To like like, uh, retread. So now that Mario's here, I would actually like to talk more about... Um, one of the things I find really interesting, uh, along with the work that goes into your Twitter page, is that you still have a blog, and you let it run for 11 years, because I feel like that's a big mistake as a culture that we did, was that we let blogs and curated comments and message board forums right. die. And we made a big mistake because Twitter and Facebook and that shit is a bad trade-off. Like, Instagram, all that shit is a bad trade-off. Like, we gave up a lot of control. We gave up a lot of nuanced thought. Like, it's ruined our attention spans, all all this Twitter. Uh, this idea that you can't even moderate your own shit. It's like yeah, yeah, corporation and shareholders that decide what these are to stay and what doesn't. And this giant chat room, this giant free-for-all that, you know...
1: Yeah. yeah, I've always tried to maintain my I mean, it is it is a blog, but I I bought the dot com years ago just to make it somewhat more professional seeming. But yeah, it's one of those things where like if Twitter was like that, it's a funny thing. Like if Twitter was to just go down forever tomorrow, like I'd still have my site. I'd still have my writings for other websites. I still have my podcast. So I'm not and, and that's and that's an, I don't think we've even brought that like that's another thing about these like. Want to be Twitter comedians is that if they didn't have Twitter, they'd have
2: nothing. You you know what I'm saying? Like, like, (laughs) sometimes that's it. Sometimes I wish Twitter would go ahead and shut down. I see some stuff and I'm just like, God, please let this thing shut down one day.
0: But you know, it's weird. Facebook, like, I remember right when. YouTube was known to be the most toxic thing on the face of the earth. Like any video that went up on YouTube, no matter how innocuous it was, within twenty comments, people would be cursing each other up and fighting. Oh, of they'll, course, they will be like a baby. they will be like a baby smiling and laughing, and you go to the comments, and if you scroll down far enough, it's like you know you're a f word. You're a this. You're a that. Fuck you. You're gay. You know oh. all this stuff. It's like how the fuck did you get here from a baby
1: laughing, right? Oh, because yeah, well, yeah. Everyone yeah, just wants yeah. to be—it's ang- anyone is yeah. an- angry, and they just want to be able to curse so- someone out.
0: But now YouTube is actually not that bad in the comments, like, especially like smart comments YouTube. Because it's all on now Twitter pool- now. Yeah, now Twitter's the fucking cesspool. Like, yeah, like, it, it, shit is. Is it is. Everyone, <laughs> I, like, feel
2: like every- like kinda, I feel like it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of dispersing out. Most of it has found its way onto Twitter, but I do feel it's like some to of the go spaces the first- that it, it's—I've I seen some stuff from Facebook today. Somebody yes, posted. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I actually
0: want something from Facebook today that I'm like Holy yeah That was shit. you right Face- yeah. yeah I'm like Facebook has this shit now
2: because it used to be like, on Facebook it, it was just you and your friends and your family so you wouldn't dare say every silly say little thought shit. that came to your head you know but now I guess people are just letting it fly regardless of whatever you know it's, yeah, yeah
0: cuz th- this girl posted it with her real name and everything I was like is this sick serious like i've seen that on twitter but i have not seen that on do you remember what it was it was something oh oh yeah i remember what it was right (laughs) listen to this somebody put this on facebook with a real picture and everything and i was like i've not seen this on stuff like that before someone's this woman put i think black women should get together and donate to the police and then somebody responded is that what sandra bland would want and the woman responded to him Sandra and this was this was a good this is the one good thing about this. The only person I gotta like in this whole thing was the guy who told her, is that what Sandra Bland would want? Because that means it's not as bad as Twitter yet. Because if it was Twitter, the woman saying that that black women should get together and donate to the police, she would get a thousand likes. And the person talking like reason would, you know, get less. But but anyway, she goes, I think black women should get together and donate to the police. And then this guy, Jamel, responds, is that what Sandra Bland would want? And she responded, Sandra Bland would have wanted the men in her community to be able to come up with $500 for her bail. But they couldn't or just didn't. So she died. I guess they were saving for Jordan and Cigarettos, I guess. Oh, and it seems like, so you're blaming that the like back man and not the cops exactly. who killed her? Exactly, it him. does. And oh. that scares me, because I'm like, yo, if it's spilling out to Facebook, and Facebook is no, is normie central, so I think what Mario is saying is true.
2: And there's other people that, uh, you got to take it into consideration, too, I think. A lot of these people have, you know, two and three accounts So they very well could have their regular account with their friends and et cetera, and then have their little side account, you know, with... No, because I've seen some... I've seen some... (laughs) I've seen some crazy white supremacist Facebook accounts where they've said some insane stuff in front of all their friends and family. So I guess anything's possible, but I, it's just hard for me. But I haven't been on Facebook since like 2013. So I don't know what's changed on that platform and, you know, who's all congregating on there now. But
1: it, it, It's actually toned like, down some because I think, I think people have moved on to like either Instagram or Twitter. People still keep their Facebook account, you know, like, like me, like maybe mm-hmm. twice a week I'll go on share some article I wrote, share a bunch of other stuff, and then I won't be back on for another like three to four days, which is the opposite. Because, you know, like in 2010, 2011, I'd be on multiple times a day all the time. So I think, and I I know a lot more people are like
2: that, so. Yeah, I think that's the truth. Because I, I, yeah, like I said, I haven't, since like 2013. And a lot wow. of people that I know personally that I interact <laughs> with on social media, they uh, they don't interact very much on their Facebook anymore at all. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a weird shift. that's. Ha- I don't know where people are. Like I said, I guess people are going to Instagram, but you can't. I think the weird thing, we've discussed this before. The weird thing about Instagram is that you can't Facebook on Instagram like that. And it looks weird when people try to, because well, people would yeah. Do- <laughs> people try to put whole like lengthy like blog right. posts on Instagram, and it just seems
0: weird. It doesn't really
2: work. It starts point. off with an image, right? Like some girl, you know, with her ass cheeks out or something, and <laughs> then she'll go into this whole thing about how uh, you know beauty is and everything, images and everything. It's about what's inside, and she'll write a paragraph on that, and it's like, what? Wait, where are we going here with that? But yeah, it's just weird how everything is is. <laughs> Based on this picture, and then they have to try to frame whatever. they're trying to discuss out of that. It's it's an odd. But but how much people but, who
0: try like, to beef on Instagram is just really weird. Like someone's mad at somebody, a celebrity, so they'll type out something really long, and they took a picture of what they typed out.
2: Like first, oh off, yeah 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 yeah, this yeah, yeah, an yeah, asshole, yeah 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 and if you come my way, <laughs>
0: yeah. and it's like this got to be an easier way to type it somewhere than right. post it. Yeah, and then after they post that picture, they they, they caption it with even more shit talking. So, so then you have to look at the picture, you know then. Yeah go to the caption and it goes furthermore blah blah blah, blah. and then
2: uh, instagram, instagram is just
0: weird i can't or, get into or, instagram i try to no, i'm about, not on instagram
2: what, so what about people who get mad at you for having a private account i'm like i'm not gonna <laughs> unlock my account so you and random trolls can come through and see my pictures and my kids and everything like that right yeah, people are yeah. Weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, like i stopped using my like personal instagram and i just use like a birder instagram just to like look at like i follow like fashion and food and like travel pictures and it's like it's like like nice and therapeutic when it's totally not impersonal i don't post anything on it i just have this like feed that's just like jokes pictures of scenery And, and you know what is really weird on Instagram that I fell down the hole of because it keeps recommending you stuff. They have this stuff, these sites, right, where people just post the workspaces, just the workspaces, just nothing but workspaces. So it's just a desk yeah. and how they set up the workspace, and it's weirdly hip- hypnotizing. Wow! Like you can just look at that shit, like all at, at least I can. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny you that. say
1: that because my 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 I'm using air quote my my career. I, I went to school for architecture, so it's funny when I tell whenever people talk about their office spaces to me. I sit in an office space and I design office spaces. Like that's what I do for a living. So it's this weird kind of like uh, multiple. I I don't think I could do. I I I think I would have to avoid that count since I I draw and render (laughs) office cubicles and office spaces all day long while I sit in an office space. So it's like a weird. So once you're done with that, you're not trying to see it. No.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't blame you. All right, y'all. So.
3: Guys. Nice.